Good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday, the 20th of February, and this is a new episode of Engaging Walk. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Drake. I'm going to be by myself today. Ruby is pregnant, and she's got only a few weeks left to go, so she is really not feeling well enough today to do the podcast. It's probably going to be like that for uh, maybe the next couple of weeks. We'll see. Maybe she'll get like a nice like little energy burst. Uh, for those of you who have gone through pregnancies, I'm sure you sure you understand, but just want to let you guys know what's going on. And uh, so today's topic for Engaging Walk is going to be discussing the do's and don'ts of the first date. So last week was Valentine's Day. I'm sure a lot of you were on like your fifth or 50th for, uh, date, you know. So, But those of you out there who might be on your first date coming up, or, you know, are, are going to be getting into the dating scene, you're going to want to know some of these things uh, in terms of do's and don'ts on the first date. Because that first date, I think, is in a lot of ways the, um, the feeling out process. It's like the epitome of the feeling out process. In modern dating, you by now have surely have gone through a texting phase, a talk, maybe even a talking on the phone phase, Maybe even um, you know doing some video calls and whatnot, and you're getting to this point now where you're like, okay, well, let's meet in person and see what you know what sort of chemistry is there. So chemistry aside, we'll talk about that later on. But but let's get into the do's and don'ts first. And you know, we also want to thank you guys for tuning in and let you know that this podcast is available on Apple Music. It's available on Spotify. So you know. Check back into if you if you haven't seen the earlier web episodes or if you haven't listened to them, you can also watch the uh, you can also use the uh, YouTube app and find the episodes on there or wherever you get your podcast. So we want to let you guys know that it's available, and then you can find out way more information about our podcast on engagingwalk.com. All right, so let's dive into it. So the do's and don'ts of the first date. Now. I'm going to primarily speak from a general point of view and then get into, you know, from men what you want to do and then from, you know, from a female perspective of what you want to do uh, and then also don't. So from a general point of view, I think you want to have a first date that is uh, commensurate with how comfortable you are with each other at that point. Now, obviously, this is going to look differently for different people and different circumstances, but let's say... For you know, just for, for example, that you are, you've been talking for a while. You haven't met in person yet. Well, it's probably best to do like dinner or lunch or maybe even just coffee, depending on how comfortable you are with each other. So, also, if you met online or if you met in an area where, or and by means of like an area which you're not, you don't know each other personally yet. You're still getting to know each other and you're meeting for the first time. Always do something that's like public and let people know like, hey, this is where I'm going. I'm going to be going on a date. This is particularly for, you know, on the female side. But men, you know, don't be afraid to do the same thing. So meet in an area where you can have uh, a good date. I mean, and then this isn't even um, limited to just doing things that are sitting at a restaurant or sitting at a coffee shop. You can go on a date that you know, encourages walking, like, uh, 
you know, so me and my wife, this might maybe it was like our third or fourth date, you know, we got coffee and then we we went to La Jolla Beach and, you know, walked around, checked out the beach and and got to know each other. So a hike always works. A, a walking date always works. Meeting at the beach always works. You know, maybe after you've grabbed a cup of coffee, you know, maybe you don't want to meet on the beach like immediately. But, you know, after you had some coffee, you're like, okay, well, we have some chemistry, you know, we're, we're, we're getting along pretty well. So let's go out and let's go do something together. Other good first date ideas, especially if you have like a shared interest. So if you have a shared interest in, let's say, rock climbing and you're like, hey, look, what do you, what do you think about meeting at the rock climbing gym? We can do, you know, some some bouldering or some top roping together. Or if you have a common interest in racing, you can go F1. You know, so I think also that might help break the ice a bit. That might also get the conversation going in terms of like having other things to talk about other than just dating. Like you can have this opportunity to discuss rock climbing or some of your favorite activities that you have that you share mutually. So this could also work for couples that are of the same faith. Hey, let's meet at this church. Let's go, um, you know, or we can meet at a, uh, you know, at a mutual church and, you know, just kind of like check the place out or something like that, or, or, or meet at a, an organization, an event. And, um, like this, this event's coming up, we can go check this out together. Those sorts of things are great ways to have those first dates. And, uh, you know, going back to my first date with my wife, you know, we, we went to a sushi restaurant and it was, it was awesome. Like we went to this uh, place that had like revolving sushi. We recently had my sister come in to town and, we showed her the place and it's always really so nice to go back. So having that a nice first date is also a great way to establish that rapport so that when you do reflect back on your first date, it's something that you can do again and it increases that connection together. So maybe something special like for, you know, again, for the example with my wife and I we went to a sushi restaurant. Each time we go, it's it's special. It's like, oh, this place is, you know, where we you know, kindled our relationship. So all these things considered, the the place in which you want to go to it makes a, a big impact on what that first date is going to be like. It doesn't have to be a restaurant. So a lot of guys will take this the wrong way if like, oh, she only wants to go to dinner. She doesn't want to go to dinner. She wants to meet at a coffee shop. That's fine. You know, coffee shop is is fine. Bouldering is fine. Going on hike, going on a hiking date is fine. All those things are fine and great ways to um, you know to get to know each other. Um, so let's get into some of the don'ts. So yeah, meeting in like a maybe you know hiking in a secluded area is not the best way to do a first date, but hiking in an area where there's lots of people during the time of day when there's people around is probably is is probably a good idea. But um, I think. Inviting somebody over to your home for a first date is just a no. I mean, yeah, for for obvious reasons, that's a no. But then also how you conduct yourself onto that first date. So let's let's talk a little bit about that because this is where things can go awry even if there is chemistry. So first it helps to think about what the objective is of the first date. And go from there in terms of like how one should behave during that time. 
the objective is to learn more about each other and to see if there is chemistry, right? So chemistry is undeniable. Like, like, a, like an attraction between two people is oftentimes palpable. And establishing that fact while getting to know the other person is the objective of that first date. So when you're meeting with the other person, you're trying to, you're trying to suss this out. Okay. Do we have a future together? Is it, but that doesn't mean that the first date is where all those things get established. If that makes sense. Obviously there's way more room to grow and there's way more room to, to determine um, that chemistry between each other. But you're trying to just see if there's a spark, if that makes sense. So during that time, you're going to want to ask questions about the other person. And you're also going to want to talk about yourself. This is like that fine line of like not having the date become an interrogation or an interview, but a, a, a good, healthy conversation. And without offering personal information about yourself, then there's... You know, there's, it's, a, it's a one-way conversation. It's a one-way, you know, uh, feeling out process. This person might feel like, oh, wow, this person asked so many things about me. They're really interested in me, but I don't really know anything about them. They didn't really uh, let me know anything about them. Well, that's why I'm saying is like you have to offer that up. Oh, yeah, that's, that's great. So like where did you grow up, for example? Oh, I grew up in you know, Pennsylvania. Oh, I grew up in, you know, Alabama and this is what it was like when I grew up there. Did you grow up with how, you know, you know, your family? Like how many, uh, did you grow up with your mom and dad? How, how many siblings do you have? You know, don't just like stop the conversation there. You want to offer up your end of the, uh, of, you know, and it only makes sense to offer up what your experience was like at the time as well in order to establish some type of not just comparison, but offer up that information for the other person to be like, okay, well, this is who this person is. So also a lot of good things that you want to do during the first date is um, pay attention to details about the person and make sure that, uh, you know, especially for men, um, this, this can be a tricky thing, especially, you know, for me, because, you know, my wife and I like to joke that I, that I ate up all the ginger uh, <laughs> during our, our, our sushi date, but you know, you also want to pay attention to the, to, to the fact of like what you're eating, how quickly you're eating it. And, um, and then checking in with your, you know, with the person on your, on, that you're on the date with, like, Hey, do, is your food to your liking? Is there anything else that you would like to get? Um, you know, do you need some water? Like what else would you like to eat? Did you want to get some coffee afterwards? All those things will, will, um, help the other person know that, that you're in tune to what they need and that you're paying attention to uh, their, you know, their, their portion of the date or, or how they're experiencing it. So all those things considered, you know, you, you're checking in, you're, you're conversing, you have topics that you want to talk about, you have topics that you want to ask about, you're sharing information with each other and you're in a, in a, in a good place that, establishes that rapport and establishes connection and you're looking for those like intangibles those things that you know you just know as like you just know when you feel it like okay yeah this person and I have a genuine connection 
this person has such a warm characteristic to them that I can't really describe. And getting towards the end of the date, you also want to put out some information or some suggestions as to how the date is going and whether or not you want to go on a second date and what you might want to do. So, for example, you're getting close to the end of the date and you're like, hey, you know, this was really fun. I really liked this time that we spent together. I'd love to spend more time with you. This just makes your intentions clear. This lets the other person know like, hey, they don't intend to ghost me. They don't intend to just uh, close the door on this. And um, this is something that this is how they want to feel about it. Or this is how they feel about it. This is what they're communicating to me is that they do want to go on another date. And then if the other person is like, especially as the man, if you're like, hey, I want to, you know, thank you for spending this time with me. I'd love to spend some more time with you. Like, what do you think? Um, you can even put out a suggestion as to like, you know, maybe next time we could go, uh, hey, since you mentioned that you like rock climbing, we can go rock climbing. We can go check out this gym. What do you think? Oh, well, let me see what my, you know, my plans are. Don't immediately take that as a a no. Um, that could be just that the person is intentional about their schedule and, um, you know, is, is legitimately busy and, you know, would, would actually love to go on another date with you, but they're just maybe a little bit more reserved and they're a little bit more like, hey, let me just check with my schedule before committing to something. That's fine. You know, you don't have to get up into an uproar of like, hey, I, th- I thought you had a great time with me. Like, what do you mean? Let me check my schedule. Let me check my schedule could just really mean let me check my schedule. So, fellas, don't get all upset about it when someone says that. Just at the end of the day, just take their word for it that they're going to check their schedule. And if you follow up, like say, hey, you know, uh, last the last date that we had was great. Let's, um, you know, it does next week work for you. You know, and if they're like, yeah, that's next week works or or no, it doesn't. You just go from there. Obviously, you don't want to invest too much of that time. if The person is just being, you know, their version of polite and putting it, you know, and and politely saying no, but in a more um, elusive way, then, you know, obviously you move on and you don't press it. But if the person is legitimately trying to make arrangements for a second date, you know, you just continue to go from there. Uh, likewise, you do, you can use that time to say, hey, you know what? Um, this date was nice. I did have a great time with you. Um, but let me think about it a bit more about if, if, if I want to go on a second date or not. Like that is also perfectly fine on both ends to, for people to say that and say, hey, you know what? Um, this something about it is making me feel like maybe there's uh there's there's not a very substantial connection and I don't want to waste your time and that's respectful and that is is perfectly fine to do and honestly I think a lot of people these days especially when you get older and you're you know you're dating in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s would appreciate the honesty up front and um letting the other person know that they don't really see a future together which is, again, fine. Um, so those are all different ways in which you can handle the first date. Um, but all of it comes from this point of view of understanding what the objective is of the first date. Again, sussing out 
to see if there's a legitimate and uh, spark a connection, getting to know the person on a deeper level, and seeing if and how you can uh, reestablish and connect further with uh, more dates into the future. And obviously, this will, as this respectful trend continues of, okay, well, next week we're going to meet. The following week we're going to meet. The following week, you know, we, we didn't meet up, but we had things going on in the following week. And then you keep establishing that rapport. You keep establishing that connection. Over time, that will bloom and blossom into a dating relationship where, as in Seinfeld they put it, the date is implied. Every date, every week we're going to go on a date, the date is implied. That At that point, you're, you're a dating couple and you're progressing into a more serious uh, relationship. But it all starts from this natural process of seeing each other, getting that feeling processed through, establishing more dates, and going from there. So for um, also some do's and don'ts that you don't want to have, some more do's and don'ts. Some don'ts is you don't want to um, dominate the, the, the dating atmosphere. In other words, it's perfectly healthy for you as the man to suggest, hey, this is a date that I would like to do. What do you think? And then also taking some advice or some suggestions from the woman and being like, yeah, I like that idea, date idea, but I was also thinking that we can do this. You know, if if that is coming up, then you you want to make those situations a priority. Like, oh, I've always wanted to go do this thing. Let's say, like, go to Balboa Park or, um, you know, go to Coronado uh, Beach. Uh, like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Let's let's do that. You don't always have to dominate the the dating ideas, the dating. Um, places, uh, what you eat, all those sorts of things. So it's, again, this is a, a feeling out process. So trying out n- even new foods together will be a great opportunity for both of you to get a good understanding of who one another, uh, of who you are. Uh, some other don'ts is um, as you're going through this idea of like, okay, well, let's, uh, let's meet and let's go on a date together. You don't want to push it too quickly. So there's also, and then you don't want to do it too late. So for example, if you're in this this texting or calling phase of the relationship and you've just been texting for months and months and months and there hasn't been an outreach of let's meet in person, one, you might be getting catfished. And then two, you're probably dealing with somebody who is not sure or you know, maybe they're seeing other people on the side or they're just, they can't really settle down to one person. So that could be a red flag at that point of, you know, dragging that that phase out for too long. But then also doing it too quickly could be, make the situation uncomfortable. So you want to find that Goldilocks period of, hey, we've been texting for a decent amount of time now, however, however long that is for you. And, um, I'd like to meet in person and see if there is, um, you know, that spark. And then the other person should just intrinsically understand like what you're trying to do and what you're trying to say with that. Um, so those, those are, 
those are a lot of like the suggestions and things that you that you do want to do and things that you don't want to do during the first date leading up to it conducting yourself during that time and then you know what you would want to do afterwards if there's anything else that i missed or if there's things that you guys uh things that work for you um you know feel free to share in the comments um some of the other things i think is also good to under to you know get into the habit of understanding is like what going into the date knowing like okay what am i going to be comfortable with in terms of like physical contact and uh like kissing and things like that so again you have to go back to this idea of like what the first date is the first date is a feeling out process and it is a time in which you can um do all these things together and get a better feel for who the other person is and those things could could taint it and then like lead the uh, relationship in a way that it's not supposed to go so with that i'm your host drake and want to let you guys know that um uh, we got a new podcast coming out like every week so look out for that and this is drake from engaging walk and we'll see you guys next week make sure you guys subscribe tune in and comment like, and then share the uh, podcast with people that you think will benefit. See you next week. Bye.